This is the Demand Excellence Podcast with Jonathan Guess, head football coach of Eagles Landing Christian Academy on the south side of Atlanta. Coach Guess is the author of the book, Demand Excellence, on and off the field. The goal of the Demand Excellence Podcast is to encourage, equip, and entertain Christian leaders and coaches across the world. All right, everybody, we are here with Coach Chad Alleygood, and he is the new head coach at Northside High School. And Coach Alleygood, you spent a few years at Washington Wilkes, and then you came back to be the OC at Northside High School, and now you're the head coach. And, and you're not just the head coach at, at any school. I mean, when you think of Northside High School, you think of schools like Valdosta and those really prestigious schools. Man, what is your plan as you begin? The plan is to keep the standard the same here at Northside. Like you said, this is a big-time job, and uh, the foundation has been laid. The house has been built a long time ago, and I'm just trying to change the color of it, you know, redecorate it, and, uh, you know, the standard will never change here. Uh, but the opportunity to be a head coach a couple years at Washington Wilkes, my dream was to always at one point be the head coach here. No doubt from, from the first time I got here in 1999, my dream became maybe one day I can lead Northside High School. But I knew I had to go be a head coach somewhere else uh, and not let this be my first job. And I, I, I think uh, Robert Wheeler, the principal, and superintendent, uh, Dr. Cadell at Washington Wilkes, for giving me the opportunity to lead. And that's a historic program, you know, uh, to have the opportunity to lead that program, learn some things, make some decisions there. and you know, be the athletic director. And I learned an awful lot in those two years that I was up there. And um, it didn't last as long as I wanted it to. There were some things out of my control. But I'm thankful for the opportunity that I had up there that has completely prepared me for a lot of things and decisions I have to make here. And so I'm grateful for that opportunity because you're never prepared for the chair unless you've sat in the chair. And uh, that was a great learning experience for me and it's helped me in a lot of decisions I've had to make real quick here in the last month, you know, to uh, take over this program. Well, let's talk about your past. I mean, why you coach high school football, how you got into high school football and kind of the path that God took you on to where you are right now. I've always loved football. I was not a great player in high school, but I love the game. But when I graduated high school, I was going to be an engineer. I, I did a co-op program with, with Georgia Power for two years. I went to school for six months. I worked with Georgia Power six months. I did that for two years, but I always wanted to coach. I was engaged to my wife at, at the time we were in college, and I remember coming home, and I told her, I said, look, I can't do this anymore. I want to go coach football. And she said, what took you so long? That's all you talked about. And so I made the decision. I'm probably the only health and PE major in the country that's got calculus two on his transcript. Yeah, and so I uh, got, got in the coaching, started at John Millage, uh, worked out a deal there. They were paying for some of my school while at Georgia College in Millageville, while coached there. And uh, I just love being around kids and love the game of football. I said, man, if I can make a living in the game of football, I'll never work a day in my life. Right. And I just love being around the kids and uh, always have, always will. I just, the 16, 17, 18 year old kid to me, you can't have a bad day with those guys. They're just, that, a kid's just joyous and just, just trying to help them grow. And I've loved that, you know, from day one. And 
I stumbled upon a job here at Northside in 1999 as a 25-year-old. I was a ninth-grade assistant coach. Coach Nix hired me mid-year, and, um, you know, it didn't take me long to realize how special this place was. And I was here for six years, left in 04 to go be an offense coordinator at three different places and came back in 2010 when Coach Kinsler got the job to be the offense coordinator. I was here for six years and then left. Washington Wilson and came back last year so it's been a journey you know here but this place has always been special to me you know I tell them when you come back to a place three times it tells you something about that place and about you you know that that place is special and each time you left you left with an opportunity to come back so uh, I've been on quite a journey for the last 25 years but it's been a great one wouldn't trade it for anything Mm -hmm. Well, um, Coach, you know, I, I think I met you probably back in 2011 when I came down there yep. to the seven-on-seven thing that, that you guys do. And and uh, if anybody, Coach, out there is listening, that's probably the best thing. I hope you're still going to do it. Um, yes, sir. Find out there at Northside seven-on-seven and, and go down there. It's, it's a very beneficial time. But, you know, when I met you and, um, I mean, so we'd kind of develop a relationship from there. And I can't remember what year it was, but – you know, you, you basically started running the veer out of the shotgun, um, and you probably can correct me on that. But, like, I learned one thing from you that has been so beneficial for me, and that's the steps that you took on um, from the shotgun to hand the ball off to the tailback, and I copied that, um, and I run power out of the, out of the gun right. with those steps. But, you know, so you, you're a very, very good – offensive guy so I want you to talk about your offense a little bit and what is your philosophy and objective and and three to five things that are absolutely essential to the success of your offense what what we do offensively here is kind of a culmination of three or four things uh that we developed and coach Mike Davis my offensive line coach we've been together a long time we were at Perry, and we had a very explosive guy at quarterback, Casey Hayward, who now plays for the Chargers at DB. So when we had him, we had to figure out a way to keep the ball in his hand. And so we learned what Rich Rodriguez did at West Virginia. So we kind of put all the spread. That stuff came in the quick screen, the quarterback runs. Then I had opportunities to OC at FPD and Macon. We go and we put in the uh, double slot, triple option from – Paul Johnson. So we had that in. And then when I came here to Northside in 2010, Northside had always been a power football play action pass. And I knew we couldn't change that. So we kind of morphed all three of those things together. And we knew we wanted to run the triple out of the gun because nobody was doing it. And it took us a couple years, but we just kind of developed the steps for the quarterback, our our line, because we run the outside beer from the gun. We don't zone block it. We run it just as if you do it up under center. So it took us a while to, you know, experiment and come up with certain things, but we built our offense around that guy. So it was always important for us is to find that quarterback. You got to have a quarterback to run this system. And there's been some years that we haven't had the the most athletic QB. So we kind of maybe not ran the veer as much, did a couple other things to get it to our playmakers. And so our whole system has been, you know, find that playmaker. If we can plug him in it, QB, we're a heavy option team. If we can't, we just spread it out and get the ball to those playmakers. But to me, the the things that I got to have on offense that we stress all the time, we've got to be physical and smart O-line. 
because we've got to count the box. we got to know who we're reading. we got to know who we're pitching off of. So we those are two things. We've got to be physical and really smart offensive linemen. we got to find a playmaker and protect the football. And my goal every week, our radio show guys get tired of hearing me say it, but our only goal is end every possession with a kick. If we will end every possession with a kick, I feel like we'll win the football game. And so those are things that are really important to me offensively. But no matter what you do on offense, you got to have a quarterback that can fit in that mold. If not, you've got to tailor your offense to who that guy is. So we've swung heavy run. We've thrown the ball a lot in the past. It just all depends on who that QB is. Okay, talk a little bit about, you know, now you're the head coach and you've been a head coach, so you know how this works together. Um, and I always say this on the podcast, but but you, you got to figure out as a head coach what you, what your philosophy is on defense. That doesn't mean you have to call the defense, but it has to be who you are as well. So right. what, what are y'all going to run and, and what is your philosophy on that, de- on that defensive side of the ball? And what are some, what are some things uh, like offense? What are some things that must be on that side of the ball for you? You know, defense, we've always been a little multiple here and things depending on, on our personnel and we're going to continue to do that. But to me, the biggest thing is me on defense. I've got to be physical. Number one, you got to find guys that will be physical and that will hit you. And number two, get lined up. Get lined up so you can play fast. Those three things to me, if you take care of those three things, be physical, get lined up, and play fast, everything else will take care of itself. And that to me is high priority for me on defense is those three things. And uh, the same way, you know, you can say you're a four-man front or three-man front team, but what kind of personnel do you have? You know, and that kind of dictates a little bit what we do because there's years that we have a lot of defensive linemen. There's years that we're just full of linebackers. And so it all dictates on our personnel. But I don't care what you run on defense. If you'll, you know, be physical, get lined up and play fast, it doesn't matter what scheme you have, you'll be successful. So that is kind of my philosophy. I've challenged the guys that's going to be my defensive coordinator, my assistants. That's what I want to do. You know, those three things and uh, make sure our kids understand what we're doing so they can get lined up and play fast. And, uh, you know, here we've been known for defense here a long time. And I've always said the easiest – I've had the easiest job as offensive coordinator at Northside High School because I knew we were going to play good defense. You never felt like you had to score on every, you know, possession because you were going to get the ball back nine times out of ten after a three and out. They were going to punt it and you were going to get it the same spot. So, you know, Northside's known for playing great defense, and that's not going to change. Howdy. So, Coach, speaking of defense and speaking of offense, you know, you mentioned offensively, man, you got to find a playmaker. You got to get smart, physical offensive linemen. I know at a a school like Northside, uh, you you might play a few guys both ways, but you don't want to. Um, Yep. So, when when you're figuring out who goes to defense and who goes to offense, you know, I know for us, like – we got to take we got to have a quarterback we're going to take that guy so he's going number one and then got to have we got to have a playmaker on offense as well so whether that be a, that's probably going to be our tailback and then everybody else has got to play defense you yep. the next best 11 to got to play defense what's your philosophy on that we're going to do something a little different mine is here is 
in a program this big, sometimes I think, you know, we've got 120 kids right now, 10 through 12th grade, upcoming 10 through 12, that are in our varsity program. So sometimes I think a, a, a really good player sometimes can get lost in the shuffle. You know, we may pigeonhole him into a position, you know, let's say we say he's a receiver, but he might be a really good linebacker force or right. DB. So we're going to work guys on both sides of the ball all spring. Everybody is going to work offensive and defensive position to make sure we identify the best guys. But I'm with you. If they don't score, if your opponent doesn't score, you win the game. So we are going to make sure, you know, our dudes are over there playing defense. And there will be a time that we'll have some guys, you know, watch all, all the state championship games and everybody at every level is playing key guys both ways. Yep. Maybe not the whole game, but in certain points. And that's something that, you know, we will get into and make sure, you know, so our best players are on the field in certain times of the game. So my philosophy is going to spring. Everybody's going to work both sides of the ball. So we absolutely make sure we find the best guys at every spot, you know, to make us be the best football team we can be because your backup receiver might be your best DB. You know what I mean? I mean, your, your backup D lineman, yeah, he's going to rotate the game, but he might be your best guard. And so just trying to make sure we find the best players to get on the field for us. So um, another thing that always took me – well, it didn't – you know, it took me a long time to figure out, and I still can screw it up, but, like, your special teams has to mesh with your philosophy, who you are, you know, as a head coach. Like, I'm really not a big risk taker. So I really don't mm-hmm. like to take big risks. So I'm never going to line up on kickoff and be like, I'm going to kick it to their best player and we're going to go get him. I'm the opposite. Like, you, you ain't touching right. And um, right. there's a lot of – I mean, that doesn't mean I'm, I have the right – it's just my personality. So how? what do you do from a special team standpoint and your philosophy on that side of the ball and how do you make it mesh with your offense and defense? First of all, on special teams, you have got to spend time on coaching it. I think that's the work. I think you can win and lose football games on Friday nights just because of special teams. Because I think some people do not spend the necessary time on it. So you can scheme people up in special teams. And my philosophy is I want to find 11 guys that want to be on those special teams. They might not be our best players, but in a program this size, we got guys that just absolutely love being on special teams. You can get 30 snaps a game on special teams here. And so mine is finding those guys that really and truly want to run down that field on kickoff, want to go block that punt. And so I think to me, that's the biggest thing. Find those guys first. And then my philosophy on special teams will be a little bit of risk taking, you know, make people work on a little different punt formation, make people work on a little different thing on the extra point, you know, kickoff, not knowing where you're going to kick the ball. So I think if you do a good job of, coaching your special teams, having some different schemes, some different looks. Now your opponent's got to use a little more time in practice to get ready for all those things. And so mine is as much as you can show on video and do, it makes your opponent spend a little more time during the week getting ready. And so, you know, I am a risk taker on special teams. And, um, you know, we haven't done a lot of different things on special teams here in the past, but my personality is you know to take chances to make those opponents work on a bunch of different looks but you have to be organized in practice to make sure you spend the time you've got to do 
to be sound on special teams. And uh, I think the way we practice, we do that. You know, we put a huge emphasis on the fundamentals of special teams. Sometimes people just work on the whole unit. We'll work on the fundamentals of running down the field on punt, defeating a block on the kickoff team, you know, trying to steal that time at certain points of practice to work on those fundamentals. But, you know, special teams is a huge part of the game. I really believe in high school football, you can win and lose games just off special teams. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's interesting, um, you know, I try to get people to understand there's a thousand different ways to win, but yep. you have to be who you are. And um, yep. and and then if you'll just be who you are, you can get your guys to follow and they'll believe in what you're doing, which is a critical piece to winning. And there's a lot of different ways to win. And and like you're you're aggressive and you're much more fight, you know, you're a fiery head coach and just coach in general. And uh, but it's but it's not bad. It's good. But that's who you are. So you probably so right. sense that you would probably be a little bit more of a risk taker because you're aggressive. And then I'm the you know, I'm the opposite. Like I'm, I'm a little bit right. more, more reserved. And that's just my personality. I, you know, I can't you probably be better in the stock market game than me. You know, I have you know, I'm just not very aggressive. And, um, and but it all works. And, and coach. And I've said that I've had the luxury. I, I've worked at six different programs from Class A to GISA to here at Northside to Perry. I have worked, I might be one of the few guys that have coached football at just about every different level in, in the state of Georgia. I've, we've had teams with 24 players to teams here with 120. Right. So I've seen it done a lot of different ways and seen it done successful a lot of different ways. So I think as, a, as you know, my personality, I think I've taken some from every program I've worked in because there are a lot of different ways to win football games. And I think sometimes people get caught up in only, well, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. you got to find out what works for you and what you feel comfortable doing. But I think that also helps when you've been in some different programs and worked under different guys, you find out, man, there are a lot of different ways to do a lot of different things in football and be successful. And you also learn how not to do some things too. And so, um, you know, I, I think that's big and, and you hit it. You've got to find out what you're comfortable with. If your name is on it, you've got to be comfortable with what you're doing and roll with it, you know, just see what happens. Coach, one cool thing that I think you're doing, <clears throat> I want to talk about this is saw it on Twitter. You got all your guys dressing up on Wednesday and, um, mm. I don't know all that you're doing on Wednesday, so I'm asking the yep. question. What, what's your objective there? Okay. Um, I've thought about it for a couple years, and this is something I wish I would have started at Washington Wilkes. Just didn't find the right way to do it. But I knew if I ever did a program again that I would do this. It's called Life Wednesdays. And we have the luxury here of having our entire football team in one weightlifting class. And so we've got our 120 guys in there. So it's easy to do it during the school day is um, I wanted to teach you about life and sacrifice a day in the weight room speed, whatever you want to call it. We don't on, on Wednesdays. We do not go in the weight room. We, we say we care about the kids away from football. I wanted to really show them that we do. And so we took Wednesdays and we we're dressing up for success and in my big vision, and any Northside fan, I want wherever you're at, I want you to dress up. Wednesdays is for Northside. We're the best you got. I don't care if you're at Northside High School, if you're at our middle school, if you work on base here, 
people say, why are you just hook day? It's Northside Day. That's where I see this going. So all our kids are dressing up, and we've had all kind of donations for our kids to get the best kind of clothes and all. So that's been cool. So that's step one, to just dress up and feel good about yourself. The next thing is we've got it broken up into three groups. We've got an academic group going. We've got a leadership group going. And we have a life skill group going all at the same time. The academic part is, you know, test prep, getting them signed up for different classes to help with the SAT, ACT, some study hall stuff. So that's going on. Leadership, I know you've said it a thousand times, who's going to step up and lead? We don't have leaders. Where are the leaders coming from? I think a lot of that because kids don't know what leadership is. So we're teaching them what a leader looks like. This is what leadership is. And then the third part, life skills, is we're teaching everybody how to tie a tie, how to set the table correctly. When you go into a restaurant, there's more than one fork. What fork is used for what? How to look a guy in the eye, how to shake hands like you're supposed to. You know, social media. I I got a guy that's going to come in and do a whole social media do's and don'ts. I got, you know, the chief of Police is going to come in and talk about interactions between them and the youth. You know, all kind of things just to teach our guys on life. And we're going to do this the whole winter semester, Life Wednesday. But the dress-up part will carry on every Wednesday as long as I'm here. I just hope that becomes a Northside tradition that goes along with everything else we have here that is steeped in tradition. So uh, that's just part of it. We just call it Life Wednesdays and dedicate Wednesdays to just that, to just teach the kids more than just football. That's awesome, Coach. Coach, five things that has made you and Northside High School successful. You know, I know you've been there. I think y'all have won two championships or something like that uh, while mm-hmm. you've been there. Um, what are five things – you don't have to name five. You don't have five as w- of why you guys are successful. I think the number one thing is consistency. We learned that from Coach Nix, and he was built every day is an individual day, and you have to be consistent every single day. Those kids have to show up and know what they're going to do every day. There is a plan for everything that happens here, and we stay on that course, and uh, we don't deviate from it or whatever, you know. But there is a plan for every single day that our kids show up, and I think that has been the hugest thing is just to be consistent. The second thing is, you know, what's made this program, and I think head coaches don't pay much uh, as enough attention to it as it is you have to have administrative support. Administration has to be all in your corner when it comes to athletics. They have to understand what it takes to be successful. And that has been, I think, our biggest reason for success here is our administration. We've went through six principles, I think, the last 20 years, but they all are north side through and through. And so they understood what it takes for us to be successful. And that's for every part of our school. That's why north side is so unique. We're successful in a lot of things. You know, and the third thing is, to me is, and, and, and me and you have talked about this, is our kids here grow up wanting to play at north side High School. That is huge for us. They grow up wanting to put the N on the side of their helmet. We're probably one of the last community schools left in Houston County. We still have our own section of the county that is true Northside. And that is that is huge for us. I went and visited one of our middle school that feeds us, and there were 50 kids in there, and I asked them, I said, how many of you have had an uncle, brother, or dad play at Northside? 
48 of the 50 raised their hand. Wow. And so that is huge. Those three things have made Northside and will continue to make Northside a success is because the end means something to a lot of people and they want to be a part of it. And I think, you know, just being consistent and the administration and that end means something to people here has made us who we are and will continue, you know, on that. Coach, one uh, big dream, you know, could be at Northside High School, could be a lifelong dream. You said your dream was to coach at Northside High School, so there you are right now. So now you can have another dream, and it might be something you do at Northside High School. But what's what's one big dream that you have? I, and I said this was, a, a you know, my big dream to be the head coach here. And I've thought about that, Coach, is, okay, what's next? I think the, the, the next thing here for me is, I want to see Northside, you know, even though we still are, but but we've had a rough couple, three years. Even though we played for a state championship two years ago, our standard of winning has not been the same. And I, my biggest dream is to make Northside back into the conversation of the best program in the state of Georgia. And that right now is my big dream is, to, you know, I don't want to be in the top three or five programs. I want to be the best program in the state of Georgia. And so that, and then my second dream, and it may sound cliche or whatever, but I love, my biggest dreams is to see guys that come back that are successful, that were Northside, that this program helped out, that they were a product of this school, and now they come back and share with our current players, this is what Northside football did for me. And that's what I'm in the process of lining a lot of, we've had a lot of successful people not go on to play football, but a lot of successful people in life that have benefited from this program that are professionals, business owners, all out and trying to get those guys back in this program to share with our football players, this is what can happen. And this program played a big part of me. That's my big dream right now is to get as many of those guys lined up. You know, I'm living my professional dream. And people say, my coach, my professional dream was to be the head coach at Northside High School. So when you get a chance to live your dream, you better make sure you do the best job possible you can do because you won't get another shot at it. So that's that's where I'm at right now with the dream. That's awesome, Coach. And, Coach, man, it's always a pleasure talking with you. And like I said, I encourage anybody out there that's listening to to look into your seven-on-seven that you do. And it's just a good time to meet people as well as where I met you. And um, and so um, – but I appreciate you, Coach. And I'd like to pray for you as we end. Sure. Thanks, Coach. Lord, we're coming for you today. I just want to praise and thank you for loving us, Lord. First and foremost, we praise and thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins. Lord, I praise and thank you for Coach Allie Good and, Lord, all that you've done in his life. And, Lord, it is just awesome to see what he's doing outside of football and how he loves and has a passion for these boys outside of football. And, Lord, that's a blessing. I just pray that you would bless him and, and um, his program there at Northside, that they would be a light uh, for um, their community, Lord, and the state, and uh, maybe even the country, Lord. And I just pray you continue to bless his steps. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Coach, I appreciate it. Thank you, Coach Guest. Have a great day, ma'am. You too.
Great.